The following episode is brought to you by Poison City Brewing, proud makers of Durban Poison Cannabis Lager, the beer that invites you to live your poison. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution is here. It's real hip-hop music from the soul, y'all. Yeah, check it. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? It's uh, myself, Nasipi Zwane. I'm back again with another episode of Sludging Around. As usual, I am with my co-host, uh, Megan of Lemon Dove. And today we have a really awesome guest. I'm going to let her introduce him and then we can take the show from there. Jesse XXI is an independent producer from India. He entered his local hip-hop scene in 2015 as a rapper and has since found his sonic identity as a mind behind the beats. His debut EP, called My Name is Jesse, expresses his philosophy that there should be no rules while making music. We are so happy to have you, Jesse. Welcome. Yeah, thank you for the introduction. Um, I'm really grateful for the opportunity and uh, um, yeah, super glad to be on the show. Jesse, that introduction you got there is the greatest we've ever had on the show, ever. So shout out to, to to Megan for that one. That was that was really special. And you know, from what she was saying there, that you are, you know, a producer and whatnot, man. Just uh, talk me through sort of where you know your passion for production stems from. You know, how long ago did you then decide that you know what I'm gonna become a producer? Um, I started out as a rapper in 2015 um, with my friend. Um, we were both. Uh, classroom rappers kind of and uh, I was actually hugely influenced by uh, you know big hip-hop scenes like um, Eminem and I used to you know learn lyrics and uh, you know just randomly you know rap battle with my friend and uh, we both started to uh, write our own lyrics and uh, take, taking beats from YouTube and uh making songs uh, initially uh, like uh, one or two years we did uh, like uh, beats from youtube and uh, we started making something that was really really um strange for us because the hip hop uh, music was not that much in india uh, it was not that much huge especially the big names like eminem and uh Russ and post malone something and uh uh, from that, I started to, I wanted something, something to, um, that I could uh, express myself, you know, and uh, I, I used to write the lyrics. Then I just thought that I should produce songs from my, for my rap music. And from, and from there, I started to make, uh, hip hop beats from my own songs. And that's how basically I went into producing music and, yeah, that's the story, basically. I really just need to find out from you before I pass on to to Megan. Um, are you still rapping? You know, you are you're a producer. Um, do you do you still sort of you know do the whole rap thing with your friend, or even as sort of as a solo artist, or have you completely shifted, you know, onto just strictly production? Right now, for I think uh, two years to three years, I'm not into rapping, and uh, I'm just. I'm producing music and um not and uh and I my my friend um is actually is is uh I think he's doing something in, in YouTube 
or I don't know, I'm not <laughs> aware of that. We, we haven't met like after school, you know, after 10th, uh-huh. we didn't met. Um, for, for now, I, I'm a producer and yeah, no, no plans to, you know, go for rapping again. You said that when you started sort of rapping, there wasn't really much space for the, for, um, the, the big sort of names in, in hip hop in your local scene. Has it sort of changed since then? What's it like in your scene now? Yeah, so in India, it's really exploding, you know. There are so many hip-hop underground artists, and from five years before, this was a completely different scene, you know. And now the hip-hop scene in India is really big uh, industry now. It's more than the Bollywood, you know. Bollywood songs taking more hip-hop songs, and even remixes, they're hip-hop, and you know, so many big names from India, which are making, you know, records. Yeah, like There was a song from Indian rapper called um, Badshah. He made the highest viewed uh, song on YouTube. And that was, I think, 75 million in one day. So, yeah, that's a really exploding scene in India for hip hop. It's really cool to hear that. It's like, it's great that things can reach so many places in the world and like, it's amazing to see how different people from different places take on a genre and make it their own. Um, it's said that you had songs that um, sort of incorporated Hindi and Punjabi languages, and you were telling me that you had plans to collaborate with more Hindi rappers. Can you tell me more about those projects? I'm not working on those projects, but there is an idea to collaborate. I, I have met a lot of talented, super talented rappers, artists, and they're doing amazing work. And uh, for now, it's not that clear. But yeah, um, chances are 100% in future sometime. Just listening to what you were talking about earlier, about the one artist that, that just made these crazy numbers on YouTube, you know, stemming from India as well. You know, it just it just brings me to the thought about, you know, numbers and whatnot. I was checking out your Spotify earlier, uh, courtesy of Megan, um, and basically uh, I saw that you you basically hitting like 3K plus streams, you know, every month. You know, when you when you first yeah. started, you know, producing and whatnot, did you ever think that you your sort of your music or the production that you that you make, did you ever think that it would have you know such an impact? You know, three thousand plus listeners is 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 nothing small. It's it's really huge. So, did you think that your 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 production would have that sort of impact when you first started producing? I'm actually really surprised by the amount of you know support i got the amount of people liked my songs i'm actually proud for the uh, the track that that was super experimental you know um uh, the interlude and there are a lot of different opinions of people you know and there's a the huge actually a, a story behind the whole ep and how i came up with the name um so Back in January, I was uh, releasing songs under a different name, and uh, I just had this random thought, random idea to call with mind, and uh, I just thought to um, to make something that um, I could say that, yeah, this is 
me, you know, and uh, I could say this. Uh, um, I want that if someone hears this song, it reminds them to that. Yeah, this is this guy's song. And uh, I wanted something like that because um, I had this experiences from the hip hop music. And uh, after that, the EDM, I was a lot much into EDM and uh I had those experiences. I I was doing a lot of remixes, and uh, the I, the actually idea was to make a, a single title track to introduce the uh, newer version, you know. And uh, I started to make the title track, you know, the in the newer version. I, I thought I should rename um, my artist name, and uh, as soon as I started making the title track, I had this thing in my mind that I have to make something that sounds fresh. And uh, from that title track, from Mar- from January to, I think, March, three months, I was uh, making that title track, different versions of that title track. I think 10 to 12 different versions of that title track. And uh, I was not satisfied by any one of them. And uh, I think in end of March, I, th- I think I completely lost hope to do that project. You know, I was not uh, completely um, and um, aware of but where I want to go. I was ma- I was experimenting stuff, you know. And then I thought to completely finish this and quit this uh, project and uh, do that thing again. You know, that that was the EDM songs, the remixes. So I got that mindset back and um, I started to finish those versions of the title track. Then I discovered something like the all 10 to 12 songs had the same kind of rhythm and a different a different sort of vibe in them. And that really clicked me and I started finishing those songs and a couple of those songs like Cadbury, Ambient and atmospheric sound and uh initially i was thinking to release them as a four song ep and uh then randomly as you know these things come randomly to me and uh that whisper sound and with that vibrato effect and i just experimented with that and uh that that's how the you know song made uh, really burnt out you know those different versions that I made before and this one this was a really really uh different experiment for the public too because they I I was kind of sure that they haven't heard this different type of sound before you know these whisper sounds I we don't hear that much and when I released that EP with the interlude I was blown out you know and that song has now I think 6,000 streams all along and it's really proud for me and uh, people like Malik English and Andy they helped me out in the song and a shout out to them and yeah that was kind of the story behind the EP. 
I think it's very beautiful how you just, you know, broken it down and, and gone sort of in depth in terms of how it was sort of made and sort of your influences. You know, you mentioned the EDM there and whatnot. You know, looking at it from a producer's perspective, you know, what sort of, what are your go-to, you know, plugins or sounds, especially when we look at, you know, this EP, when you were going into it, had you already, you know, planned that, okay, these are the instruments that I'm going to be using these little plugins that I'm going to be using or was it sort of just a thing of you know what let me just jump into it and let's just whatever happens sort of you know happens um I think there were certainly no plans to go for this type of sound now I was really too much into EDM and hip-hop music and I wanted something that to that I wanted something that to sound completely different and I didn't use those uh, plugins those instruments and in, in making of this ap but um the things that i did use um were a lot of random sounds so the the sample in the um i think the woods the yeah. ambient sound but back that was actually um that was actually a kind of melody i um i was you know roaming around and there's a place uh, near my house. There was a lot of trees, you know, um, like the woods. And from the roaming, I was roaming there. And I, you know, randomly got that melody and I got this sample. And uh, that was actually the woods. And um, same is for the Think Phoenix. And yeah, the uh, Girl from Moon. And those those were actually sounds from recorded from my phone. They just humming humming along and you know humming these melodies. And then I, I merged merged them into samples. And then I used those as the basic structures. Uh, I'm wondering about what it was like to collaborate with these two artists on Reverie, um, Malik and Andy. Yeah. So. We we met online on a music group. So I had this beat, and uh, I just you know asked a couple of people, hey, are, are you interested in this? Um, you know, collaborating. And then uh, I think um, Malik uh, DM'd me, and he said, yeah, I think um, you know I would uh, like to collaborate. And yeah, I sent him the beat. And he sent him and sent me the verse. And beforehand, we was thinking to uh, make it two verse and one chorus, the and everything to vocals to Malik. But what happened then? He got really busy, and uh, the track was completely half done and only one verse. Then I was I was kind of dropping the song out of the EPR. I was thinking that if I will you know, release this song as a one verse. I think that my already songs in my EP are very short. So I want that um, to be a little different. This has a really up kind of different vibe, you know, hip hop vibe. Then I asked someone else to collaborate and complete kind of complete the song. That was the um, kind of end moment. You know, when I um, got message message from Andy, he said, yeah, I would love to uh, do the verse, the second verse. And 
yeah, that actually happened at the last moment when they jumped in and the song was made. That's cool. So it's like it, it took a, a fresh third mind to complete the, the full piece. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, the, the, actually, the uh, phone part, the, the chorus, kind of that part, that was actually the uh, sample that I got from YouTube. And uh, the, I, cut, I cut that out. And, uh, you know, the, the idea was to, uh, the verse comes first, then the breakdown, the complete silence and the phone call. That kind of uh, represents the, you know, reverie, you know, when we are um, doing some things, you know, we uh, kind of uh, think about something else. And that represents the phone call in the song. And then after that, you know, you're a new uh, that after that feeling, um, you are a different kind of um, in a different mood, you know, to do things. And that and that second verse comes in, and that was the actually that was the idea of the full song. I really appreciate how, how you know, in-depth you've actually gone into the EP because it's quite evident that, you know, through the people that have been listening, you know, um, and the numbers that people can basically see, you know, when they go onto your Spotify, you can just see that a lot of work has has sort of you know gone into it which sort of brings me to when i look at you know the amount of work and effort that you put you know in your work i know that you did mention that you started off as a rapper and you mentioned artists like eminem and whatnot as 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 your inspirations back then and you know with you you know growing as a producer you know with each passing year and whatnot which other producers would you say you maybe ended up discovering that you maybe say look up to or draw inspiration from like for example i'll tell you mine um i know that logic recently released an album and um you know he's got one of the like best producers i think um in no id and i just look at a producer like that and you know it sort of leads me to that to this question in terms of on your side as a producer which which other producers do you then look up to and and sort of draw inspiration from sorry for repeating myself (laughs) we'll be right back you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your, in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all, we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, all right? Oh, yeah. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. 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 Damn, yeah. Me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit right now. I got lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I got lie, don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit seriously. Um, there's Dr. Dre, uh, from the EDM. There is Skrillex, Elenium, and uh, there is um, uh, I think uh, there's a, a a band called Purity Ring, and uh. I think uh, Tiesto a little bit when I started out as EDM. That's a very impressive list right there, man. And looking at your sort of setup, you know, we, we you told us about, you know, the plugins and the samples that you've been using and whatnot. What's your sort of go-to software um, or DAW when it comes to producing? And sort of why is that one, why would you say that one is, you know, reign supreme? 
Um, so I started with the uh, FL Studio uh, when I was making hip hop beats for myself for my songs, and then um, I switched to Ableton. Right now, I'm using Ableton, and uh, I think uh, that has uh, Ableton has a quite a good workflow for me. So I think uh, I can, uh, uh, you know, work for a long time without getting, you know stressed or something is so simple um i think um for me that's um really the simplest daw um to use are you planning on releasing anything anytime soon yeah actually um i was uh, talking with this rapper um about to release a hip-hop track and really excited yeah, and, and just from that there, you know, stemming off of Megan's question, actually, um, with, with you, you mentioned, you know, Malik earlier on, and uh, you, you also just mentioned now the artists that you, you, you're going to be working with and whatnot. Um, just from a, a producer's perspective, you know, which artists would you say, you know, um, you'd like to work with? you know, in the near future or in the future in general, you know, an artist that you look up to and you're like, you know what, I'd really want to, you know, get an opportunity to produce for so-and-so. Give me give me your, your top three. I would actually love to uh, work with uh, Banks and uh, Post Malone and uh, there's a Indian rapper called Dhanav. Uh, yep. Those three. That is solid, bro. That's a solid list. It's nice to 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 hear um, on Post Malone in there as well because he's 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 quite huge. And I actually have no doubt. You're just listening to, you know, the beats and stuff that you've made. I have no doubt that you know it's 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 not impossible um, for you to produce for Post Malone, dude. You thanks, man. Um, I was looking at your pages, and something that you you said really stood out to me. You were talking about the long term solution, and you said that you should you should live a service life, not a surface life. Please, can you dig into that a little bit more for us? I think uh, it's really weird for me to say. I'm really philosophical. I dig deep to a different meanings, you know, and um, that post that I made. That's actually, you know, the core principle that I um, live up to. So the idea behind, you know, you should live a service life, not a surface life, is humans are built to serve, you know, in any way or form. We are built to serve. Uh, either we are built to serve uh, the closest 10 people or the masses amount of people. So uh, there's, a, I think, a philosophy um, behind the service. Uh, humans are built to service people. And if you're not happy uh, in life, it's because you're not serving people enough. You know, you see um, artists, you know, and we, we do entertain people. And the richest person in the world is providing service to people, you know, in any way or form. If you're not serving the society, then you are living the surface life. So that was the uh, that was the thought. Actually, the, I was um I'm thinking uh, about a lot of stuff. You know, what is life? What is the meaning of 
this um, you know humanity and and that's what I want to convey through my music you know I want people to know the truth and uh, that that is the thought that I take with me while making a song that the value um, I want to give to my listeners. Well, I think that is a really noble quest, and I'm glad that that's the the path that you've chosen. Mm-hmm.